This city is an open wound begging to be stitched. <laughs> There's I so am many the law. Lines. There's so many good lines in this freaking episode, I will tell you. There are great lines, but oh my god, I am going to make so many references to Judge Dredd and Rorschach throughout this thing. Because oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. I was like, I, I Dredd is like obvious. Obvious. Uh, it's obvious, but I was going, there's some Rorschach in here too. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Both so of them. When you just said that right now, I was like, thank you, especially when it came to you know the, the ending. Yes. Ending. The ending, I was going, God. Or anyways, yeah. Welcome yeah. everybody. Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. I am, of course, uh, Dave the Film Junkie, and with me, as always, Mr. Scott McClellan. How's it going tonight? It's going okay. Uh, Good. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, you might hear some. You might hear some rumbling. We got some storms rolling through right now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about that beforehand. Hopefully, it doesn't affect anything, but it should be fine. Um, so hello, everybody. Um, Rez, this is a Batman stream. We're not going to be talking about news. Uh, tune in tomorrow, though. FJ uh, Live, Film Junkie Live. I'll talk about I'll talk about that. But uh, going on, Mister Venom, right there. There's a reason why Batman needed to lock. Ha. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> Batista. Uh -huh. and, uh, Batista, I mean, you're just big guy, of course. Uh, locker up, locker up. <laughs> okay, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Tony Movie Chappy D9, uh, Neil Blomkamp fan. How's it going, guys? Good to see you. Good to see you. We got Tet here, too. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. And I said hi to Ryan. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for uh, being a part of this. And uh, yeah, um, been quite a weekend, that's for sure. We had a fun Friday vodka stream, that's for sure. And hopefully everybody enjoyed that who saw that. And if you didn't see it, give it a watch. There's a you know a little indie director that might have shown up and talked to us for a little bit. And a lot of bourbon. <laughs> How are you I, feeling the next day? <laughs> not good, man. Yeah. Not good. No. Hey, it was that night. It was that kind it of was. night. It was. It was. <laughs> it was that I'm, kind of I'm night. so in the 40 club. That's yeah <laughs> right <laughs> so much in the 40 club but yeah great talk with zach talking about uh afsp talking about the full circle event so if you do it uh do us a favor check that out you were actually running something for your birthday this week and you already met the goal I i've already, I've actually already gone over the goal that's awesome and so, your birthday is not till thursday thursday you said? so yeah. so the so the fundraiser still going so yeah I, let's 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 see how far above the goal we can go but yeah i i'm already I, I made my goal and then got another donation. So if you go, it's pinned at the top of my Twitter feed over at ScottDC27. Please donate if you can. Uh, something I haven't mentioned, though, and in addition to that, is when you do a birthday fundraiser, you can also attach it to a local chapter so that your local chapter gets a, a portion of the proceeds. So I've made nice. sure that the Alabama chapter of AFSP is going to benefit from this fundraiser. That's awesome. So there you go. So yeah, if you have if you have a little extra scratch, you know, go ahead and donate to that. And then of course, like uh, under everything, every um, every video or stream that I do, I of course have the Autumn Snyder Tribute Fund that is underneath. And uh, I'm sure you know we raised some on Friday. We'll be raising more. We're getting close to that uh, million dollar marker, which is uh, what it's all about. It's what it's all about. I'm sure we'll get to there probably before the event. I'm oh, I, if we're not already kind of there, I already? think we are kind of there. I mean, Zach kind of alluded to it. And he said maybe we're you know we're we're getting close. I mean, especially with the tickets and everything selling out in five freaking minutes, which was insane. Um, but 
Yeah, so continue to support that. But right now, we're gonna bring we're gonna talk about a character that it's just I don't remember a character like this in the books. There's no okay, no, because because there's a reason for that. Okay. This he what he's another creation of the animated series. Yeah, okay. But he's another animated series character who eventually jumped to, to the books. To the books, yeah. I was actually going to bring that up uh, because this this episode was the was the first appearance of Lockup of Lyle Bolton. He later transitioned to the comics in the Robin Solo series, mm. you know that Tim Drake had uh, back back in the nineties. Oh, yes, yeah. I okay. still have. I love those Robin. Like yeah. I have some issues of those Robin books. Why? Yeah. yeah. But a Robin number 24 from 1996 okay. was when uh, Lockup made his first continuity appearance. Funny enough, he makes a continuity appearance before Harley Quinn does. You That's know, it's funny. Wow. Yeah. Now you're like you're 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 staring at my brain because I got really into the Tim Drake Robin series. Uh, I was think I was talking on the Patreon series with Phil about this. Um, because you know, we were kind of talking about our like favorite Robins and I was like, yeah, there's something about Tim Drake's Robin. Obviously love, uh, Dick Grayson. He's the OG of course, but I remember I just, I, Jason Todd was always the firecracker, but I always liked the Tim Drake Robin just because of, I don't know. I just liked him. I don't know. Well, I and think I remember, also because he was the Robin when we were growing yeah, up. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, I don't know. Maybe it was just, um, yeah, I I, I still remember that. Fr I remember the cover of the first issue too, and I remember seeing it at the grocery store. I was like, "Mom, yep, okay, putting this in the cart." And then, yeah, I don't know how many uh, which ones I collected, but now I'm starting to remember that issue that you were just talking about. So, Jesus Christ, that's why I love talking about this stuff because I'm like, I don't remember that. Oh, but then he got injected into, and this is, you know what? It's it's an interesting character. He is an interesting character, Mister. You know Lyle. what? He's one of those characters that, like, I yeah. don't. I, I'm going to be honest. It gets a little controversial with this with a character like this, where you oh, go, you kind of like. I see your point. You maybe go. No, you don't. Maybe you definitely go too far. Yes, but it's like, but your starting point is like, I understand. Like, yes. I, I get it. And, and and that's where it gets really dangerous. But I love characters like that where you go, I'm a little uncomfortable about how I feel about this right now. Yeah, because we have Batman who, of course, he's all about, you know, the law and justice and everything. But, you know, he's compassionate. And, he's compassionate. You know, obviously, we talk about it a lot and we've been talking about it a lot when it comes to this season of like the the, the, re know, the and there's so much rehab there's been so many yeah. like rehabbing episodes especially like the last two we've had yeah, exactly so then you get a character like this who is working in in arkham and just even the way that it starts with a crane just again moving. by the way what remember the beginning of last week's of harley's holiday it was Batman and Robin bringing Crane back to Arkham. Yeah, Crane keeps on escaping and then getting recaptured. We just don't see those episodes. We just see him getting taken back in. But, I mean, it starts a little dark because, you know, they're taking him up these steps. And he is so afraid. And this is, again, this is the Scarecrow afraid. Oh, of, he is know. crapping his Ants. And then we see the silhouette of Mr. Bolton when he opens up the door. And he, well, let's just say, you know, he eats his protein. <laughs> he definitely does. He's a big dude. He's, he's definitely a big huge. dude. And he's got that voice that's just like. And 
who's the voice? Okay, so it's not it's someone notable, but not someone that I knew. If that okay. makes sense. Yeah, I know what you're okay. talking about. So the voice actor for Lyle Bolton was Bruce Whites. Whites. Um, he is most notable because he played Sergeant Mick Belker on Hill Street Blues. Um, that's not ringing any bells for me. See, last thing I know the show Hill Street Blues. Yeah, but I never watched it. Now he's Emmy award winning. He actually won an Emmy for that show for oh, uh, wow. Best Supporting Actor in 1984. So, but. His voice may also be familiar for us later on because Andrea Romano and crew brought him back because when we get to Superman, the animated series, he was the voice of Bruno Mannheim. Oh, okay. So when they bring in all the inner, when they bring all the inner gang stuff Uh in, they bring, they, they reuse him like a lot of actors we've talked about. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he plays Mannheim when we get to Superman, the animated series. Nice. So yeah, they do. He's got a good voice. I mean, let's face it. When you, when you're as angry as this guy is, yeah, you really got to, uh, you know, the throat probably hurt after a couple of these sessions, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, we get that. And like, yeah, like I said, Crane is just losing his shit. He he uh, he doesn't want to go back. And then and then it's like, you know, Batman and Robin are kind of like, what the fuck is up? With this guy? <laughs> they get that look on their face like, huh? Um. Like, uh dude like uh, hello and then even like when they walk out and robin's just like he's like he's a 10 on the creepo meter kind of thing and it's like yeah um and <laughs> yeah i mean and then and then it's just like you know in the way i this, i like this episode because just the way like t- how it flows it flows really well it does uh, flow you know what yeah. i didn't even think about that yeah. but you're right it 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 has a it has a very good pace to it. It does. It does because it, it 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 injects um you know what we need to know like uh like it, it's not just like a total like um what do they call that uh the uh man my word, word words words yeah. Dave I mean words words you know when they when, exposition dump exposition dump thank you there's the thing right there my god uh, i've been watching a lot of john wick this week and i'm just saying um so i'm just thinking about doing barrel rolls and gun fu anyways um so yeah there's a but the, when, when it's needed it's it doesn't feel like an exposition dump like all the little like just the way it paces and it just kind of flows really well because um i mean obviously batman's already you know his his radars are already going off and everything and then we get to this little hearing because there's allegations from the inmates at Arkham that are just like, Hey, this guy is no good. And, and it's a good scene because you have Bruce there. You have, you have Gordon, you have, uh, Dr. Bartholomew, uh, Bartholomew which uh, we've, uh, seen before. And, uh, they just bring people in and it's got a nice little cameo, little crew that shows up versus Harley. And, uh, yeah, she, it, and you just know this guy's shitty because, he gives the look to like each and every one of them. Gives that smirk, that little smirk, and just be like, "Yeah, don't say anything, or else." Or else, or 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 else. Dot, yeah. dot, dot. I love it when the ventriloquist is up there, yeah. and you can tell he wants to say something. And Scarface is like, "Yeah, keep your traps. He's a great guy." You know, <laughs> I love it how 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 it's Wesker. Once again, we never, you know, I'm, I'm just calling him that, even though he's never named in the. Yeah in the series but i love how wesker wants to say something and it's the dummy that's like shut up stop it because he knows he's he's the one that knows like don't deal with guys like this uh and then of course we get crane as well again and he's just just 
silent, silent, losing his shit at the beginning. And he's just sitting there just going, eh, nope, I got nothing to say. Got nothing to say. And this is what really gets Bruce to go like, well, wait a minute. You know, you were you were about you were losing it like just the other day. So and then we we get Bruce doing that one thing where he's like, you know, starts rubbing the chin and everything. So, um, yeah, when that happens and then <laughs> and then Bruce, crafty little Bruce, he goes, well, I mean, if this is OK, I guess we could uh, extend the contract for like another 18 months. And then everyone starts losing their shit and going, no, don't do it. I was like. Good on Bruce for that. Oh one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It, it was really because then they just start saying all, all the things. You Except know, for Scarface. Scarface is still going. Shut <laughs> up! Shut up! But everybody else is singing. Everybody, Harley Crane, and yeah, I mean they're just singing. You know about like how awful this guy is and what he takes away privileges and does you know just the threats and, and all. It's, that. And, it's, and it's interesting too because this is where it's like he takes away our privileges and you're like. Part of me, no, like, like the there's the part of me that goes, okay, your your psychotic murderous you know, inmates privileges, okay, but TV, in the, maybe TV or no. I know, but then the other stuff, it's like chaining them to their beds, electrifying their doors, like then you start going, mm, mm, yeah, there's the line, you just you know, you just yeah. like because remember, this is supposed to be an asylum, this is supposed to be about rehabilitation it's not about just you know as walter would say you know throw them in the hole you know dumped dumped them in the hole and threw away the hole you know like exactly. that's not the point of this no and bolton is just looking at everyone going what the hell did you expect they're murderous psychopaths what did you want me to do fluff their pillow and, yeah and he loses his shit in that hearing he does. He does. We're all like, you know, we're the, the I guess, guard kind of people that are in there. Try to, like, uh, hold him down. But again, big dude, big dude. They can, you know, it takes a little bit taken down. And I love how Bruce is so nonchalant when he's got the chair that the, uh, the inmates sat in to, you know, testify. And he just like, oh, let me just push that over and trip you right there, sir. You know, doing that casual. I can't be Batman right now. So I got to put my hands in my pockets and just utilize something else crafty to take this guy down, which is good. Yeah. On but and here's where you got to be really careful with a character like Bolton, because some of the things he says kind of make sense. I mean, he's got that line. It's like Arkham was a revolving door. It's like, well, you're not wrong. And it. And, and it once again, that's the thing you got to be careful with characters like this. But I like it because he he, he cray cray like, like, like there's no denying that. But then you listen to his motivation though, and you go, <laughs> I, I I see where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, obviously, like one of the biggest things that people like will gripe about, you know, with eighty plus years of Batman, it's like. How do these villains keep? I mean, obviously, you have to have the villains keep on escaping and stuff like that, or else they're just, you know, Batman. You're not going to have any Batman books. You got to have them still be out there. So, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, um, and it, you know, it, it, and it's it is funny too because um, when we when this this scene ends right here, um, when he gets taken down, and then of course um, we see that shot of like, you know, he gets the boot, you see the freaking gate open of Arkham and he just walks right out. And then of course, Miss Summer Gleason is just 
right there. I mean, just ready to go. (laughs) And, And that leads to a great transition, though. I love how it goes from the interview to his television, and then it's him weeks later, like three weeks later, watching himself on the television and watching Gleason's uh, newscast and I thought that was a great way yeah. well you're talking about the pacing like that was a great way to move us from one point in time to another and make it so seamless it was seamless and you know he's just like in his apartment there's like a chair and a tv you know this guy doesn't care about you know knickknacks and ikea furniture no he's just like I just need a chair and a tv and uh this is where that line that I said at the beginning when he when Gleason interviewed him where he's like you know this uh, th- uh, this, this city is an open wound begging to be stitched. And I was like, it's a good line. It's yeah. a good line. <laughs> uh, he also said something about the, the, per- the permissive liberal media. And I was yeah. like, Oh, there, that's not a little Rorschachy right there. Right <laughs> there. That's where lie. I got the Rorschach. Yeah, exactly. And people like, you know, even nowadays still talk about that, uh, the liberal media, because basically he, you know, after Gleason, after the report about uh, about him, she she talks about poison ivies back in town and glamorous and blah blah blah. So you almost go, yeah. Why is the media glorifying somebody who is well almost killed the DA? I know <laughs> at yeah. one point. It's like, God, it's like so. Once again, you're like, well, he's right. I mean, we shouldn't <laughs> we we shouldn't be glorifying these characters. Like that's no. kind of a problem. But once again. The problem with a character like Bolton is that he starts off at a place where you go, you have a point, but then you cross that line to the point that's like, no, that's no, that's not, that's not the way to do it. That's no. not the way to do it. No. And then we get uh, Summer and Bruce. Uh, I guess she wanted to get an exclusive with Bruce. Took her to because we, we jump another six months. Yes, that's right. Which I appreciate. Up. Okay, I'm going to stop here and say I appreciate the six month time jump because. Yeah. If he's going to become a vigilante slash supervillain, you know, because yeah, he needs, you know, he needs to make a costume. He needs to build his gear. So I like it. It's, it's good that he just doesn't uh, immediately become that. It's like, no, we, we give some time to allow for that to occur. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've seen versions of this story before where you, you introduce somebody who has an agenda and then maybe gets ousted and then we get a time jump and they come back and blah, blah, blah. And it's, I mean, usually they try to be like, oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out, like, I know we've seen this, we've seen these, this before, but like, again. Oh, well, this- but we, oh, no, uh, you, you were talking about Poison Ivy killing the DA. We got it. Now we start off with that sepia flashback deal, but you mm. know, we had. We had, you know, Stonegate, you know, them breaking ground on Stonegate. And then we jumped ahead years to where Stonegate is already, you know, built and everything. And so that allowed, you know, Pamela to become Poison Ivy over that time period. So, no, the series has done that before. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, yeah, like I said, just this episode just paces just very well. And then, of course, uh, I like how, like, you know, Gleason was like, well, thank you for the exclusive, Bruce. And then she was just kind of like, wow, you know, is it always about fulfilling lunches or whatever the hell like that? And it's like, you know, that's, you know, a little bit of the playboy Bruce Wayne. Like, hey, you know, if you're going to give you an exclusive, I'm going to take you to lunch. And she was, you know. Let's face it. She wants to. She wants to. I think she. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> but did you also notice? Okay, this is something that I'm. I'm trying to think back 
about the season two episodes. Okay. Not seeing a lot of Bruce's brown suit. Like he, oh he, yeah, I didn't even you think notice that? that. Yeah, he was wearing like a blue suit. I think a blue or, or a black suit yeah, or something. something like, yeah. he was wearing, but he was wearing a, a like a black suit at uh, at the Arkham hearing at the beginning of the episode. Wow! And think Ooh. about like all the fancy stuff he was wearing last week with Harley's holiday. I'm like, I'm sure he's worn the brown suit this season, but they've made a they've made a conscious decision to get him out of that brown suit yellow shirt model that he had all of season one kind of makes you wonder like maybe they put you know something out there you know some you know a survey or whatever and maybe people were just like why is bruce wayne always wearing the same shit you know kind of yeah, no okay, it's know? not a good looking suit either it's yeah. a very frumpy looking suit to be honest i mean what's funny is is like the color scheme if you ever watch the office it's the color scheme that dwight wears you're lot. right it is <laughs> it's like i was just thinking about that right now i'm like that color scheme with like the yellow and the brown i'm like dwight was always wearing those color colors uh at the office so that's kind of funny um but yeah so then of course um um, we are we all know that hey something's gonna happen to Gleason because obviously the previous scene and and um and 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 Bolton just kind of going like all right the liberal media and these people and blah 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 they're part of the problem so you know so I'm gonna have to you know do something about this problem sure enough when she gets in her car I mean I don't know how he rigged the locks but hey it's he's a he's a he's a technical guy when it comes to security and stuff like that which could, they established with a quick line of dialogue so it's like so hearing. During the hearing, so now it's like, oh, he has that expertise, so uh -huh. you don't have to wonder how can he do all this stuff. Like it's been established as part of his background that, well, that's why even why he was hired for Arkham was because he was so good at security technology. Exactly. You know, I mean, he's got a, a lot of it covered, but you know, like again, he's just got a little bit of a screw loose up in the brain. Um, and then of course uh, this truck backs up and it's got these like arms that are going to pull the, the vehicle in Bruce is back in the, uh, cause he got a phone call in the restaurant. So of course she starts honking smart on her to start just honking her horn. And, uh, and then a little lock mechanism just like freaking shoots onto the, the door to keep Bruce from coming out. And then Bruce, you know, he does something pretty nifty and interesting that we haven't really seen before, like releasing some smoke so we could change into Batman. Oh yeah. I always love that. There'll be a, there'll be a really cool scene later on in season three. I'll, I'll refer back to with something like that when a hmm. hero has to make a really quick costume change in the middle of a crowd. So, yeah, but I mean, it's not a bad idea. You just fill it up with smoke change real quick. I mean, you gotta be kind of makes you wonder though, like when Bruce is training, doing all the other stuff, you know, uh, training with martial arts, weaponry and all the stuff and everything like that, he's got to, there's got to be a training session where he has to do this, right? Where he has to change real quick, just in case with smoke. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think that has got to be. I have a feeling that had to be like one of those Zatar. Alfred there. with a stopwatch. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. It's like that scene in uh, Secret of the Ooze when like they release the smoke bombs and uh, and uh, Raphael comes in and helps. Uh, what's his name? I can't, can't. Kino, Kino, okay. Kino, Kino, yeah, there Kino, you go. Kino, yeah. Get all the, the little bells off the dummy uh, into his hands, you know? It's it's ninja. It's ninja-like, and we all know we know where his training comes from, folks. So it, does, it definitely does work, but I'm just like, I want to see that training session, you know, where Alfred's just sitting there holding, you know, on the stopwatch. <laughs> stopwatch and see, see him change quickly into his suit, uh, to his bat suit, so. But, uh, 
Uh, and then, of course, yeah. And then we get our introduction to the costume, which, yes, is very drudge. So just dread. I mean, yeah. oh. Uh, except except his eyes aren't covered and his face is covered. Well, he. But... OK, so this is interesting because he's not like wearing a helmet. It's just a no. it's just a baraclava. Like, it's, yeah. you know, you know, it's, it's, it's a ski mask. I mean, it's just a ski mask, basically, you know, but it's that but it's the whole like he's got the shoulders like he's yeah. got that he, he's got that weird thing with a chain going across it like that's really where the judge dread feeling goes which is great because he does have sort of that ultra you know draconian view of the law that judge dread would have had so you cannot tell me there was not some inspiration taken when they created this character absolutely they 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 100 looked at that and said hey we need somebody like that for here for sure and then of course and i love like the fact that it's like at first when we get this meeting between batman and lockup lockup wants to just fully be like hey i'm with you man we got it we could work together you know we've seen this before too where it's like hey i like what you do but you don't go far enough kind of thing and you know you start kind of going I mean, the revolving door thing. I mean, yeah, but then it's like, well, why? But you're kidnapping this reporter who's why, you know, you're, why? Kinda, yeah, yeah. you're like, you're already going too far. You're not really doing good at selling. And that's what Batman says. Like, you're just going to kidnap innocent freaking people like that. This is your whole idea. And then, of course, you know, he's like, well, if you're not going to be a uh, part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Kind right. Of thing. It's that very that's the very that black and white. You know, it's yeah. that it's the, if you're not. If, if you're not our if you're not our friend, you're our enemy that, you know, once again, when you get that mentality, it's like that's ooh, what it is. Ooh. It's like you can't just be black and white. It's just got to be some gray in there. There's got to be some, you know, and that's that. I think that's what everybody tries to like. A lot of people try to strive for. And I think that's what Batman tries to strive for, too, is like it's like, yeah, we I he probably even if they were to if you were to flesh this out a little bit more, he'd probably be like, I guess here it's coming from. But at the same time, there's got to be a little bit of uh, space. You can't just be this or that you know and uh obviously lock up is just gonna be all right well if you're not gonna do this well we're gonna fight i'm gonna kick you out of this thing and sorry you're not gonna be a part of this and then of course um you know uh, a, a battle happens and um uh and then of course um you know the police show up bullock shows up and uh and you know all the craziness ensues and then of course he gets away and then <laughs> I love, I love uh, Bullock. Bullock <laughs> oh, just what we need. Another psycho in a Halloween costume. <laughs> like I said, there's just good lines in this. <laughs> there's good lines uh, in this. And then there's another good line that comes to the next scene when they go back to the Batcave with Robin, because obviously he takes the lock that, that was on the door that kept him in, uh, that kept him in the, uh, the, the restaurant. And he knows, you know, and this is just Batman doing his, the detective work that he, you know, he has already had the radar on Bolton. And sure enough, it's like, wow, this is like crazy sophisticated, uh, technology for security. So obviously it's from Bolton. And, and then what Robin says, uh, just another fine villain made possible by the Wayne foundation. <laughs> I was like, I had to rewind that. I was like, that is a good line. And I don't like rewind one. And then, and then, and then Batman's just like, he just looks back and he's all, it's just a joke. <laughs> it's like, but at the same time, little truth, little truth. Little in truth, there. Little truth yeah. Such a, <laughs> such, such a dick move. 
Ah, there it is. So what a chain. There we go. There's a rim shot right there. Oh, uh, yeah. Pay your way. Tip your waitress. I'll be here all night. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. No, but I just I thought that was just a great line right there. It's just just giving him the business. That's why we love. That's why we love Robin when he does that. When he just says what's on his mind, just just puts the zinger out there. It's good stuff. Uh, so then, of course, they are going to, you know, separate. Robin goes to uh, Bolton's apartment. And uh, yeah, I like how he's just like, you know, oh, yeah. He's just like <laughs> early Alcatraz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really early Alcatraz. And it's like, again, Robin with the good zingers right there. Um, and then Bruce goes to Ark, uh, goes to Arkham and um, goes in there. And of course, there's a, a guard that's um, handcuffed and, you know, tape over his mouth. And then, of course, tries to find uh, Dr. Bartholomew. He's not in there. He's gone missing. And then he sees the bat signal. And so, of course, he's going to go over there and it's Bullock that put the bat signal on. He's also handcuffed and telling him, like, hey, you know, it's me. Gordon got kidnapped. Took me like 10 minutes to uh, turn on your overgrown flashlight. (laughs) Come on. Another good line. Another yeah. good line. But once again, the, the episode's moving because these people are already kidnapped. Like, yeah. like so so it keeps I, you know, it's interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, Dave, right now, is that you are giving me a greater appreciation for this episode talking about it with you than I actually had while I was watching the episode. I, I'm 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 really enjoying this conversation. Yeah, because, yeah, like I said, it was just yeah, the pacing. I'm like, yeah, we're not going to show everybody get kidnapped, and we're just going to show certain beats and mainly show the point of view of Batman and Robin trying to figure this whole thing out. So, um, yeah, so like I said, it's just but yeah, another good line from uh, from uh, from Bullock saying, you know, they got kidnapped and his overgrown flashlight. Really like that. Calhead. I like him. He calls him Calhead, too. Um, so obviously the next mark, if they're going, obviously they're figuring, figuring out that the people that were at the, um, the hearing, hearing. Yeah. yeah. So obviously mayor Hill was at the hearing, so he's going to be the next one. And obviously Bullock's in there trying to tell him that. And mayor Hill's doing that thing. Like, get out of here. I don't need to be paranoid. I got the best security in the house. And then Batman and Robin show up. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, it's not that great. All right. No, <laughs> I just love that. It's just like, if we can get in, He's going to get in. Yeah. And then sure enough, what happens? He gets in. (laughs) Smoke, smoke, more smoke uh, fills the room. And then, of course, uh, the the mayor gets uh, kidnapped, too. And then and then uh, and then, of course, Batman, Robin, they try to they see the truck. They try to go after it. And then we see the Batmobile. It's got the locks on the wheels. Oh, no. I was like, oh, wow. They actually put a boot on the Batmobile. That's hilarious. On the Batmobile. That's right. Lock up put a boot on the Batmobile. And then of course, Robin says, forget to pay some parking tickets. <laughs> it's just a little like, it's good, it's good, just good lines. I just, I was really enjoying the lines uh, when it came to, when it came to this episode. So, um, and then uh, we get to see where, um, you know, we don't know exactly where, where Gordon and Hill and Gleason and uh, uh, them are, are at exactly. But of course, you know, Hill is getting put into behind bars with Gordon and all them, you know, and uh, so Gordon, of course, does the Gordon thing, tries to reason with him. And and then we get to see more of the security technology that Bolton has created, which is, you know, hey, you might want to let go of those bars because it gets zapped. There's a good line in there, too, because I like it when Gordon's mm-hmm. like, hey, if you let us go, you know, I, I can show you some leniency. And I just love yeah. how Bolton, he electrifies Gordon and then goes, I don't do 
leniency. Yes. Yeah. Another good line right there, man. Uh, and then, of course, um, so back at the Batcave, obviously doing some detective stuff. Robin's trying to find we, – we know about F – what is it, F-84? Trying to figure – they're trying to figure that out. Well, how did they figure that out? How did they find the F-84? Uh, yeah, because Robin found it at Bolton's uh, – Oh, that's right. That's right. At Bolton's apartment. That was that's it because because he's the one because Robin's the one who's trying to figure it out. Batman's the one that suggests maybe it's a, you know, a ship designation. So, yeah, he's trying to. Yeah. And then uh, and then the rust from um, um, the, the I think it was on the it was on the wheel block or whatever. Yes, it was. It was. And it was uh, salt. Yeah. Salt. So obviously that means, hey, ocean salts. There's got to be something when it comes to a boat. And um, and then, of course, uh, Batman figures out that yes, that there um, obviously can be. There was something when it came to um, let's see right here, Russ. Yeah, it turns out F eighty four is actually a boat that is no longer being used. And is this the first time we get the Bat boat? Have we gotten the Bat boat? Before? We get, no, no, we get the Bat boat way back. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I know. But I was like, oh yeah, we did. But I don't know. It's the just like clock episode of Vendetta. Right, the killer clock. But it was just for some reason it just looked. I don't know and if it looked different. No, no, no. It's the yeah. same one. But here's okay. here's the thing though. I, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to give you a pass on this, Dave, because it's been a damn long while. Okay, maybe that's why. Yeah, because actually, I think the first time we saw the Bat Boat was the and and I always blank on the name of the episode. But you remember the episode early yeah. on with the garbage that was the yeah. the April Fool's Day episode. Yeah, pretty fly for a Filipino guy just said uh, uh Bat Boat was in the that's right. Totally, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just because it was been a long time and I was just kind of going it's been a while since yeah, so maybe I'll just say in my mind my, my I just had a brain fart about it. I was like maybe it's just the first time because it was Batman and Robin in it. Maybe that's where my brain was going. I don't know. But yes, okay. So okay, and now you might have a point there that's the first time we've ever seen it, you know, with with both of them in the boat. Yeah. Not, but yeah. but no, it's definitely not the first time we've seen the bad boat. Okay, okay. There you go. Um, so uh, and then, of course, they do more things. Uh, the computer, of course, that's always, you know, around. Either it's on the belt, in the bat boat, in the Batmobile. And the computer, like, because apparently, like, when it comes to this boat, they used it at Stonegate when it was being built to, like, hold, you know, things and everything like that. And it's like, and guess who was head of security? Bolton. Yes. Bolton, Bolton was head of security. So, bingo. Like, again, you know, it's just. The, again, the flow of this episode, the pacing, it's just good. It's just good. They're already in the boat. They weren't at the back. You know, it's just I, I just really was digging that. And then, of course, they board uh, the ship. And, of course, they uh, Robin is going to go to the security part and try to disable the security. And uh, and then, of course, we get some intensity because, you know, you know obviously there's cameras everywhere. Um, and Bolton's just like, all right, well, let the games begin. And then, of course, he has like, a, you know, um, a gun that's you know robotic gun kind of thing and luckily it had a a, a red laser sight <laughs> it's like oh wow there it is glowing right there thank you yeah yeah it's like oh yeah batman sees it so he you know he dodges just in the nick of time and then when it comes to robin he deals with like these ro those robotic arms like wrapping around him kind of thing and everything it gets um when it comes to that, but Hey, you know, you know, they get out of it and everything. And then Robin eventually makes it to the security part of the, uh, the ship and Batman and, uh, Bolton start fighting. I mean, again, you got Bolton that just doing that villainy 
speeches and whatever the hell. So much monologuing. So much monologuing going on at the end of this episode. Which is funny because we're about to get to the point that actually makes the title card make Mm. sense. Because I'm going to be honest. I saw the title card and I was like, one, I don't remember this title card at all. I didn't either. And, And two... I don't even know what it means. I know. I was like, wait, what? What? Okay, there's a chain back of a ship. What? Yeah, it is kind of interesting. It's an interesting choice for the title card. I will say that. Now that you bring that up, I'm like, yeah, there's... Why didn't they have something where, I don't know, it had him... Bars or, or yeah, something? Yeah, or bars or like like a silhouette with him with his costume on, you know? Like, I don't know. They could have done... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's I was a little underwhelmed by the title card. Yeah, and then for the title card to basically just kind of be a foreshadowing of the climax of the episode, I'm like, yeah, someone kind of phoned it in that day, didn't they? Yeah, they kind of did that. But so then, um, uh, Bolton sees that you know that Robin is actually disabling stuff and everything like that. And then, uh, we're gonna go to the clip now where basically, you know, it's a good little finale. I will say that it gets pretty. Did you get Raiders of the Lost Ark vibes? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, little good, bit of good. That. It, yeah, a little bit of that, and then uh, you know, there, there's a couple of t- yeah, 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 definitely you do. But uh, you know, it's a cool little uh, ending to this little story right here. So let's jack it out. Okay, here we go. They're already on top of there. It's raining, of course. It's gotta rain. Oh yes. Yes. And and the ship is like running because at this point, hadn't the ship like run into? Oh like yeah, I forgot man? about that. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Is like at this point, like Batman pushed him to one of the controls to let the ship just like move forward, and of course it crashes into rocks. It uh, opens up, water starts filling in. Of course, Robin is trying to get the inmates out, which you know Gleason, Gordon, Hill, and everybody like that. Um, and of course, water is filling, so everything's just kind of like whoa. You know, clock is ticking. And then, of course, we get this showdown right here from uh, Batman and uh, uh, Judge Dredd. Right? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> we could have made our own order. He's so upset that Bat- it's almost like Riddler and the Batman. Order. Yes. Right? That's a great that's a great call. It's like we yeah. we could have worked together. Exactly. We should have been working together. And it gets just ah, boom. Oh. Batman should have died like three times in this movie. <laughs> it, it's John Wick rules. What are you talking about? Oh, it totally about? is. And I've, I've been on a John Wick kick. So I don't care. Look at it right. Ouch. Ow. That would have broke. That, that, yeah, that crushes your spleen right there. And it's just it's so close. And I love there's no music. Oh, but you get the. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. This is the Raiders <laughs> moment. Yep. Right. Yes. Yes. The Raiders <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's just disgusting. When, I'm sorry. When all else fails, just throw whatever oh. you can in somebody's face. I think this is the way out. Poseidon Adventure. Oh, wow. Good call. <laughs> I haven't seen that in forever. Right. That's, that's what I thought about right there. There is something kind of like, oh, wow. That was a little dirty, you know, handcuffing him with his own back cuffs. Right. That was pretty. I, I didn't even realize. Yeah, that is the backup. Now this over part is just like Bolton. Like, like why are you kick? Just go ahead, and throw him off. Just... <laughs> nah, it's more dramatic like that. Yeah, exactly. And I love how Gordon's out there too. It's like, oh my god, Batman! You know, Batman. Yeah. Dramatic. Always being dramatic. Oh, the theme kicks in. Yeah. And then, and then we get a line from Robin coming up. Because remember, he was handcuffed when we went into the water. That's true. 
That's good. I keep asking him to teach me that trick. <laughs> exactly. Teach him that trick. There's a bad boat. That's not made its first appearance in this episode. But then yeah. we, I got, we got to we got to continue because this oh is totally Oh my god, this Rorschach. ending. Rorschach and then you hear everybody. <laughs> Everybody's just going, "Ah, this motherfucker's back." And look at him in his face. He's just kind of yeah. like He's just Oh wait. He's okay. I just had a thought yeah. though. Right oh, there that uh, shot of Bolton. Doesn't uh -huh. he look like Rhino? Ooh, interesting. Okay. You remember yeah. remember from the ventriloquist yeah. episodes? Yeah. It does kind of look like him. Hmm. Yeah, similar. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that shot right there is like, ooh, someone used a character model right there. <laughs> and then Crane's so happy. Full circle right there. First Crane was afraid, now he's laughing at him. And then he just like well, he gets a little smile on his face, a little smirk. Good ending. That's a great. That actually is one of those like oh. classic Batman the Animated Series endings where you go, "Oh, you cuckoo, you, you are," because even his eyes, like he's just yeah. like, "Yes." Looking around, I can keep an eye on you all. Yeah, but uh we don't really. Do we ever see? We don't see lockout no. again. Now. No, no. This yeah. this is his. He lockout. is a complete one-off uh character as far as the animated series is concerned. Yeah, yeah, but like you said, I mean, you you understand the agenda, but again, it's like, yeah, but there was a line, and you leaped across it. Not just stepped, you leaped across it. It's like, you get it. Like, uh, when it, I mean, that's the, it's a, yeah, it's just one of those, in the fact that, like I said, it was when when he's yelling at Batman when they're fighting, and they're like, how they could it? Yeah, it gave me the Riddler vibes from the Batman, because obviously he was totally like, Batman, we can do this together. You're, you're, you know, I'm doing this because we can just join forces and blah blah blah. And of course, Batman's like, "No, you're fucking crazy, dude." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this is not what I do. You have the wrong impression about this whole thing. So I, you know, it was interesting because if you go back to the end of Harley's Holiday last week, I was, I kind of teased that I was not a, you know, I wasn't particularly looking forward to this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, and, I, and I'll be honest, I was a little checked out a little bit while I was watching it today to get ready for it. But I got to say, man, like I said earlier, you you're this discussion is kind of like turned it around like, a little bit, turned yeah. me around a little. I'm not going to say I've done a complete like 180 yeah. on it, but, you yeah. know, maybe give me a little 45, you know, a little 45. Little, yeah, there you go. Well, that's fine. That's, that's what I'm going for. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it's just, it, it, I, this is not an episode that you think about when you think about Batman the Enemy. No, it's actually an episode you can easily forget about. Yeah, I mean, easy, it, and I did easily forget. And I remember just, you know, it, like I said, the, 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 the title card, you go. No, nothing. Oh, no, there was no recognition yeah. whatsoever. And then it's just like, but obviously when you pull it up on HBO Max and you see their title card, you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that, that guy. guy, that guy. Then yeah. I was going, I don't remember exactly everything that happened in that. And you know what? And then you watch and you go, wow, it's, you know, it's not bad. And like I said, 
it was the pacing of the episode that made me appreciate it so much more because I thought they just they fit a lot in there without, like I said, not an exposition dump uh, in certain spots. Batman and Robin, we have some good lines in the in the, in the episode, so it's an enjoyable episode. But yeah, it's forgettable. It could be forgettable. It can't be, but. Especially here, at, especially here at the end, because like I said, we've only got three more episodes yes. for the season two. And by the way, I'm going to go ahead and tease this to the audience because it's my way of like trying to put your balls in a grip. I have a I have an idea for a special bonus animated stream we might do. Ooh. So I'm, I'm going to I'm going to tease it right here and then we'll, we'll talk offline. And um, okay. I, I have an idea because, you know, we got three more episodes of actual season two. Mm -hmm. uh, we could go ahead and jump into the uh, Sub-Zero movie. Yeah. yeah. And, which technically, you know, because even though release schedule wise, technically we'd want to go ahead and start Superman the Animated Series. But I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. just go ahead and go to Sub-Zero. But, Sub but there's one more. I'm, I'm, I'm just teasing the audience now. I'm Ooh, like, I'm intrigued. We have something to talk about. So I'm stay intrigued. tuned. I'm intrigued. But uh, what do we have next week? Oh, next week we have, I think a little, I think a little hidden gem. Um, uh, make them laugh. Ah, make them laugh. Uh, certain person that is a villain that squirts things. Uh -huh, uh -huh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might be worth a Google. Yeah. Might be worth a Google if you're probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. I'm trying to remember this episode, but yeah. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting one to talk about. Maybe, it's going to be, I yeah. feel like there's going to be some discussion to be had with yeah. this episode. Yeah, there definitely will be. So make sure you guys watch that. We'll be, uh, we'll be talking about that next Sunday. Same bad time, same bad channel. And uh, we thank you guys for discussing lock up on this one you know it's a good episode great discussion as always and uh, yes filipino fly for our pretty fly for a filipino guy you got it condiment king <laughs> that's what i was alluding to uh but uh anyway so um thank you guys for watching and uh scott go ahead well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, where for podcasts can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. We are a fan-supported network. So if you can head on over to Patreon.com slash SquadcastMedia, where $5 a month gets you access to an exclusive RSS feed of over 400 pieces of content, including our Squadcast Movies Patreon edition, where we review every comic book movie ever made. Nice. Do that. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Do everything. Um, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Film Junkie Live, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, anybody, you know, again, next week, Batman the Fanimated. Same bad time, same bad channel. Talk to you guys later. <laughs>